All right, we are back at you with our semester finale of Talking with Friends, uh, our podcast. I dubbed it a season finale today. It's really more appropriately a semester finale because yeah. uh, a season finale and means that you're not going to be around for a while. Really, we're not. We're going to be back pretty soon in the summer. So, really, a semester finale is a good way to put it. But I'm Sports Commissioner Levi Converse, and I am joined as always by my assistant SID no. Morgan Raspberry. Yeah, I gave you a chance to introduce yourself again. Yeah. I did. I Sorry, back and forth. I was kind of, I was a little staring off. I go back and forth. I don't sec. know whether you want to say it or you want me to say it. So I kind of just pick and choose it. Like it really you pick can. and choose without telling yeah, me. That's I do. what it is. I do. Yep, yep. It wouldn't be fun. So It wouldn't be. Um, i got to get your reaction to it. No. Thanks for that. Yep, yep. But Pretty we are wrapping it. up this year, wrapping up sporting events. We've wrapped up mm. our home events already. Yes. Uh, with baseball last weekend. Baseball won two out of three against Ottawa. Yep. Won the last two big. Blew a 3 nothing league on the ninth yeah. thing in the first game. They would have had a sweep. Well, in the first game, it was actually a really close for the longest time ever. Well, actually, it was not close for the longest time ever. And then in the ninth inning, Ottawa decided to come back and score four on us. Yep. And then we tied it. 4-4. Four, four. So then we went into 14 innings and nobody yep. scored until the 14th yep. inning. And yep. Ottawa ended up winning 5-4, to four, and then we came back and sweeped them. Yeah, yeah, one like, big the next two games. Though. Like 11-2 yeah. to what, two or 12-2 yeah, to two something or something like, like yeah, that. Yeah, It was and crazy. And then 9-0 the finale. And then 9 nothing was the finale, yeah. yeah. It was crazy. I was like, okay, interesting. <laughs> Baseball wrapped up on a high note. They went, they had some downtime, I was saying conference, but they wrapped up on a high note, winning 7 out of 8. They won 2 out of 3 against Ottawa, swept St. Mary. Mm-hmm. And also beat Southwestern. So high note for them. Right now, tonight, KCAC postseason play begins for our softball Falcons. They are already on the way to Great Bend, Kansas, right now. Yep. And they are going to be facing Avila University tonight at five o'clock at the Great Bend Sports Complex in Great Bend. I'll be down there um, covering everything and working tomorrow and Friday. And so that's uh, they're the third seed playing sixth seed Avalon tonight at five o'clock. If they win, they'll play the winner of second seed at Bethany and seventh seed at Tabor College later tonight at seven thirty. If they should lose uh, that game, they'll play a losers um, elimination game tomorrow morning at eleven o'clock. But uh, win tonight at five, win tonight at seven thirty, win both, and then they're in the de facto semifinal round already, and they'll play tomorrow at four. So that's why the bracket shapes up for them. But they are playing really, really well right now. I believe they've won 12 out of the last 15 games to finish yeah. out the regular season. And they are getting superb pitching from Hallie Walters. Layla Spracklin was named the KCAC Pitcher of the Week this week. Oh, in, her cool. fir- in her first career start, she blanked um, Southwestern over six innings. And, oh. um, had a career-high eight strikeouts. Uh, Wow. And so, the, so Falcons are getting really good pitching um, efforts uh, there, and the hitting is has been solid all year, really. With behind Carolyn Dallimore, um, Kat Davis, uh, Jennifer Garcia, Kaylin Lastly, they've hit for high average. Um, Karen Carolyn Dallimore is leading the team in average and home runs. She has eight homers on the year. Um, Kat Davis is right behind her. Jennifer Garcia, Kaylin Lastly has seven home runs and leads the team with 37 RBIs. So they have, they're clicking at the right time. It, it kind of feels eerily similar to two years ago. When, of course, we didn't have the tournament last year due to COVID. But 
uh, year before last, they go to Great Bend, and that's the third seed, and they sweep the entire tournament. They only lose a game. And they beat Avalon, the championship game, actually. Wow. And they won, won the NAI National Tournament. So this has that kind of feel to it. Um, but we'll see how it plays out this, this weekend. Well, good luck to them, not going to lie. Yeah. That's, that, yeah. that's absolutely amazing. Yeah, yeah. That happens uh, tonight at 5 o'clock. You can follow it all. We posted the links today. Um, Portal.stretchinternet.com slash KCAC. And there is a charge to watch it that's postseason tournament, as in there is all the postseason tournaments. But um, you can go to that, find the game there tonight, and then possibly at 7.30 with a win. They'll play at 7.30. Uh, if they lose one of these games, they play at 11 o'clock tomorrow either way in an elimination game. Mm-hmm. But uh, win both games, they play tomorrow at 4, and they are putting themselves in good position for a spot, at least in the championship game on Friday. So that tournament wraps up on Friday, um, 1.30, and then the if necessary game is at 4 p.m. So softball will be wrapped up on Friday. It's hot up here. It, it, it's warm, it's up, warm here. up here. We're it's in the football prize box that we've been the last several weeks, but it is pretty warm. It's not even really that hot outside. Uh, it was cold. I thought it was a little chilly, chilly this morning when I got out. I did too. It's only it said that it was like 40-something. Sorry. Yep, yep. That was kind of probably loud. But um, it said that it was only like four. It was like 43 this morning. And now it says that it's like 70 here. But it, up in this press box, I'm not going to lie, y'all. It feels like 80 degrees, if not hotter. I'm sweating over here. Yeah, I agree. I'm not going to lie. Sorry, super random. But I just had to stand and was like kind of like arid. It's only it's so 70 hot. degrees outside right now, so it's not really that hot. It's just kind of stuffy up here. It's though. very yeah. stuffy up yeah. here. Yeah. It really is. I'd say more humid and stuffy yeah. than anything yeah. else. Why? I don't know. <laughs> but it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. It's a beautiful day in Wichita. It has it been is. for the past two days, if yeah, not three. It's a nice day. Yeah, yeah. Actually, this whole week, kind of, in yeah. general. Yeah, yeah. Like, because Monday, we thought we were going to have some rain. Never came. Tuesday, thought we were going to have rain, never came, and then today, it's beautiful, and it's scheduled to have, like, scattered rain later today, but mm-hmm. I'd take that and a beautiful day for most of the day, any day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no doubt. I agree with you on that. No doubt about that. Um, but, yeah, softball tonight at 5 o'clock. Um, follow us for a complete coverage of that today, mm-hmm. tomorrow, and hopefully on Friday as well. We'll see how things shake out. Uh, it's been a great year, though, on campus. It's been a great year here. Um, the circumstance when we first started our podcast, um, the year had just started, mm-hmm. and we were still going through all the protocols. We were still, um, still didn't really know how it was going to shake out, how everything was going to happen. Uh, a lot of question marks, uh, a lot of unanswered questions. Uh, we were going down uncharted waters with everybody, with the whole country, to be honest. Yeah. Um, everybody was in the same kind of the same position we was in, um, but we made it through. God we is did. good. We. We stuck together. We did what we could, and we've had it. We've completed all of our seasons. And softball, again, as we said, is, is in the process again. And track meet is also um, in the process of their conference meet that, that yeah. also begins tomorrow and Friday. It's going to be at Ottawa University. Um, the women are looking to keep their dynasty intact um, on the outdoor side. Mm-hmm. They have been the premier team in the KCAC, and they're looking to keep that streak going. The men. Also in position, position to do really well. That's tomorrow and Friday at Ottawa. But softball track finishing their years out. But we've had we've had a really great year so far. I think with everything we've been through, everything everybody stepped up and what they needed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody has kind of hung together and made a lot of adjustments. It's not been ideal, 
we've made it work. We've got through it. And oh yeah, for sure. For, for my side and for you all, I couldn't be more proud of what you guys have done um, and, and how you've managed everything. It's, it's it's been really good good to watch, and I'm proud that we've we've gotten this far. I I really am too. I'm very impressed. Like, cause you just brought up a really good point too. Like, we really did finish all seasons. Like, all sports finished out their season. I mean, obviously, yes, we're still going with softball and with track right now, but. Like, everybody has gone through an entire season. Sure, it was a little scattered, probably. I, I know for, for fall sports, it was scattered into the spring, you know. But that's still really amazing, and I think that's a huge accomplishment for not only us, but the whole KCAC in general, and other schools as well, and other conferences mm -hmm. as well. Like, this is a huge accomplishment, especially for us going into this year not knowing what to expect just kind of following what we needed to do to try and keep everything on track and then to come back and say hey we finished out the whole entire we finished out every single sport that's really amazing to me and i i commend our whole entire athletic and administrative staff for allowing that to happen and to keeping to just staying on top of everybody to make sure that we stay healthy and that we're doing the little things that we need to do to stay open and to keep going so we can finish out the year and now we can walk at graduation sure it's going to be a little different but we can actually do that now we are able to do all these different things around campus and be together as one big huge university family all over again and it's really nice it is it is we've seen god's sovereignty through all this um you've seen god's grace and everybody's work ethic has just been top-notch mm -hmm. here and hopefully we never have to live through nothing another thing like this hopefully so not <laughs> let's hope we don't have to make a habit of this i don't think we will but in times of of struggle and of uncertainty you see the the best in everybody and yes. i think that's what's happened here is i agree uh, is we've seen everybody's best come out and i know i've seen it and i, I think we've all kind of got a glimpse of a everybody's best effort and that's that's been true here to, to this year for sure this year of all years has been it's not been the best situation at times but we've we've managed through it we've walked through it and god's walked with us mm -hmm. and and that's really about all you can ask for so yeah we just all stuck by our faith and we all did what we needed to do we all understood the terms of what we needed to do to keep doing what we're doing as much as we possibly can and that's Absolutely amazing. I mean, I also commend all of the students and the student-athletes for doing what they were supposed to be doing in the first place. Yep. And that, like, that's where it starts. It's like you have to do the little things in order to get the reward at the end of the road. So, And I feel like we've officially, we're not fully back to 100% normal, no, but we're, all, we're getting closer, you know. And I feel like from where we started this year to where we are now is absolutely incredible. And it is. It really is. It was a huge team effort by everybody. So, congrats, yeah. guys. We did it. We made it through the COVID year. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's everybody's world was turned upside down. I mean, yeah. our you know from our perspective, the schedules kept changing. So we had to keep managing that, um, adjusting that, adjusting who does what. Um, student athletes. We've talked. We've talked with a lot of them on here. It, they're creatures of habit. So their their schedules was a little bit weird because they like yeah. a certain routine. And, yeah, we do. And that was, you know, that was gone astray. There was no routine. <laughs> so 
especially in the fall. But even now, you, you can't count on it. But no. especially in the fall, routines were gone. You just had to adjust on the fly. You, yeah, you just kind of had to go with the flow. Like, oh, we're not playing today? Okay, cool. Oh, we're going to play the next day? Or we're going to play, oh, we're playing in an hour? Cool. We didn't even know that, you know? I love like, getting everybody's perspectives on it. And I, I think we asked everybody that come on here that. And because everybody's different. But everybody has a different yeah. way of dealing with, with this kind of change. And uh, but, but there's no doubt everyone has to deal with it one way That's or the true. other. One way or the other. We, I will, I will say this much. Like, I think volleyball, in this perspective of like, especially like my freshman and sophomore year, sometimes we didn't know if we needed to go into practice or not. Uh, so this was kind of like a flashback to my first two years over here. Like, not hating at all. Absolutely loved it, but I'm just saying, like, we never knew. Sometimes we were practicing only on this day, and then other times we were practicing a whole entire different day. We never really always had a set schedule, so we were like, yeah, during volleyball season. Don't have a set schedule, like, yeah. ever. Don't plan anything. Just be ready for whatever because you're going to get thrown straight into <coughs> it, you know? So yeah, yeah. that's kind of like how this year felt as well. I mean, granted, no, I didn't get to complete my final season, but just in general with how everything was going on in life, I'd say this was like a life perspective is that you just kind of had to go with the flow type of thing. It's just like, oh, we can't do that now? Cool. We'll prepare for it next week, you know, or the next time that we can play against them, you know. Like, it's like us in Oklahoma Wesleyan. You know, we had to – that, I, I believe, it got canceled the first time that we were supposed to play them. And then we had to end up making it completely up in the spring because we couldn't play them again in the fall. So <laughs> that was fun. So we just kind of had to go with the flow, be prepared for who we were playing against. And that's the same for all athletes. You just kind of had to be prepared for – Anything and everything to happen yeah. this year. You could not, you couldn't count on a schedule all the time. Nope. It wasn't a 100% guarantee. And usually that's how most years go. Like, not every year and not every game is going to be fully guaranteed. But this year, yeah, you definitely had to be on your toes. You had to be ready at all co- at like at all times. You know, just ready to go in whenever you need to go in. Yep, the only the only certainty was there was going to be uncertainty. Yep, that was all it was. So yeah, so best moments. Why don't we talk a little bit about? Ooh, some best we come moments. on air that we could name a lot. We could name a few. We could whittle it down to however you want. But um, some best moments for sure are definitely all of our national champions in uh, indoor track. I think that's super awesome. I mean, they're always usually pretty bad, booty Judy, and. Rocket every single year. Our our track team they they are phenomenal. I'm not even gonna like for li- sure. Lie. Yeah, that's not even an understatement. That's not an overstatement. That actually, I feel like it's an understatement. Like they are legit phenomenal and more. Like yeah, yeah. they are above the phenomenal. Like the best, most amazing word that you can think of of positivity. That's what they are, and probably above that. Like yeah, oh they're they're, they're so top awesome. Notch. They're elite. They're elite. Arby Donnelly, the national championship, uh, um, in the eight hundred meters. Mm-hmm. Eileen Garola with the national championship in the indoor six hundred meters. Mm-hmm. And as we mentioned, and, and that that was a fu- that was a fun time because they were running at the same time we had our softball tournament. Yeah. So I felt like I was chasing my tail a little bit trying to cover both because softball tournament. We know how busy that was. Yeah. You know, going back and forth. I mean, your mind yeah. is. Your mind tries to be on one thing, but then they're running in the NAI National Indoor Meet. So I'm trying to watch and cover both things. And um, 
it was a it was a crazy time. But yet you look back on it now, you know, a couple of months later, and it was it was fun to try to juggle both with everything going on. Um, but yeah, they they ran the the same time, and I'm I'm trying to promote that, cover that, but yet trying to go see what Field Five has got going on in Field Four softball yeah. tournament. It was a and your field always had some fun goodies going on. So it was. That, that, field, that, was fun. That, that was a good moment. You're talking about the best moment. That was a that was a crazy moment. My field was an interesting field. So let's put it in this perspective. The first day I was all, I was behind, like almost an hour. I'd say yeah. about 45 minutes after the first game, like was behind every single game. Which cool, whatever, right? You know that happens. Day two was when it got me. Day two, not only. Was I behind? No, I was a good hour, hour and a half behind on my field. We had to miss a whole. Our last game you got canceled, got canceled of yeah. because of time. Like we were gonna be there till probably be about one, yeah, one o'clock yep. in the morning, if yep. not later. Like it was insane, just waiting for this field to be done. And then also on top of us being late behind every single like other field, my field was the only one where the teams decided to choose who was going to be home and who was going to be visitor why we did that i don't know because they did not follow the bracket and as soon as i realized that i was like i was calling mr levi up i was like yep. mr levi i got like a code red over here i don't know what to do he comes running over and i'm like they switched on me and he's like are you serious i'm like yep Fun yeah. times. And, and, and what's bad is it happened. That's the only field it's that the happened. Only on, field my, and it my happened field. at least three times. It happened three times, yeah. And and, the, and it almost got normal. Like the first time you called me, you were in a semi panic. Like yeah. you did. But the third time you called me, it's like, yeah, <laughs> they did it again. Yeah. So it's like, hang on, they did it again. You want me to it, keep track? Okay, I'll no, keep, I'll still keep track. About yeah. it, though, when you think about it, though, it, how bad is it that that become normal? Yeah. That become a normal thing. We don't want that to be that become a normal occurrence of just switching home investor teams. Up. Yeah, I'm like, so what like are that, doing? that was not no. Man, that was a fun time. I also had to tell a ref, uh, uh, an umpire, off on that field as well because he was getting irritated yeah, yeah. with me about putting the outs on the scoreboard and I'm like dude bro I'm trying to get my stats computer up and running first I'm not gonna worry about what the score is up on the scoreboard if you don't know the score that's on you but you're coming over here and telling me hey it should be this and I'm like I don't know what you're talking about like okay like cool awesome what do you want me to do about it I'm trying to get my computer going and he oh he was so rude to me I wish I knew who that was, so I can call him out right here, right now. There's always one bad apple in it, and that's something. He was my only—he was the only ref or the umpire that I had any trouble with. Everybody else was so nice, and then I had him, and I was like, "Do you not see me sitting here in kind of like a panic? Like this is not okay." Yeah, yeah. So that was that was interesting um dulce de la cruz who was our guest on our last podcast yes. she won the national championship in powerlifting, uh, in powerlifting our, our first, first full and i, and I yep. think it was our first full year to officially compete in powerlifting yeah last it's our second year total but yeah it was our uh, second year total but, but i thought last, last year, year it was, was suspended kinda, because yeah, yeah everything got kind of halted um so yeah you're right that that was quite a deal first and the 
Falcons are powerlifting women. Falcons finished fifth overall in the nation, which is huge. That is huge. Um, so yeah, that, that and like they said, like it's not just NAIA schools either. No, it was like Penn yeah. State, Wisconsin, Ohio, uh, yeah. Wisconsin. Like yeah. wow, when you're that, in that same group. It was a USA Collegiate National yeah. Meet. You're right. It was a USA Collegiate National Meet, and it wasn't just NAIA schools. I wanted to point out in our podcast, and we had Joe Belden on as well. Um, it was it was national. Yeah. So that's what made it even bigger. Like, yeah. this was the nationals of the national, you know? Like, if you want to go that route, I don't know. Yeah, sounds <laughs> but, good. Um, so, like, that's that's so super awesome. One, that we did have our very first national powerlifter. And then, two, that for it being, like, our first official full year of, like, a competition season, like, a legitimate one, you know? Not that we didn't last year, but at the same time, it wasn't the same. But So this was, like, the first official full blown season slash year for our powerlifting group and to see how well the women finish and even the men because the men didn't finish that that bad either i mean they didn't they weren't ranked as high as the women were which um but that's okay it is what it is you know yeah but um just to see that they came and they worked so hard for that and to see the success of how hard they work like you can see that obviously coach b's workout programs they work yeah they work yeah. what he's doing it works that's all yeah. i'm gonna oh, say yeah. on that yeah, like, it sure. works yeah. so that's yeah. so super awesome that we that they were able to do that and power through everything <laughs> pun intended yeah um, there you go that's good <laughs> and another big moment for me too i think was you know you had really it's kind of a combination you had Head coach Del Faber stepping down for 19 years yep. at the helm. All the feedback, all the media coverage, all the publicity, all the yeah. good things people said about Faber, Coach Faber, it was really resonated with how much he's, how the impact he's had, not just here at Friends, but here in the entire community. Yeah. I thought that was a landmark thing. And then we hired five new coaches. Yes, we did. Um, and our and a, a thing is a really cool thing too with that is when we hired our we started the wrestling programs mm-hmm. you know the men's and women's wrestling programs um we announced that like right i put the release right out before right COVID. after yeah yeah so the right before or right after yeah we went yeah. into lockdown yeah it, it was after i do remember that but though, we did yeah. it we talked about it here on our podcast actually uh, uh just yeah. right after i released it and yeah back in september i believe well, I was doing an analytical project for Rob last week and kind of seeing all of our website views and all of our, um, you know, what our top news articles that we, we did, social media, all the views that we've gotten, and all our podcasts. Coach's Corner, I looked at all that stuff. Well, I was looking at our top news articles of the year, and when we announced Aaron Meister as our new men's and women's wrestling head coach and, and that we were starting the program and everything, that was not just the most viewed article of the year. That was the most viewed article in the history of our website. Yep. I remember that, too. Yeah. That was crazy. That was the, I found that out last week. That was the most viewed article in the history of our website. I didn't know and that part. that goes part. back to 2000. Was... Oh, goodness. I think 2010. Yeah. Um, I'd have to look and see. Uh, I remember it being one of like, our most viewed yeah. ones. And then I also remember the... Um, National Wrestling, like association or something like that, retweeted yeah, they it on did. Twitter. They did. So, I and think that, it was and that's that. a big part of that. That's what made that that. Yeah. Um, that was huge. We got such national coverage with that, and and that that was just huge. 
So that that was a big thing for me. And of course, we also announced Joshua Johnson's our new competitive cheer and dance coach, and mm-hmm. which he will be um, he'll be taking over um, the, that incoming dance program as well in the future competitive cheer program, which Jill Finsky and grabbed assistant Courtney Simpson done so well with it. Mm-hmm. Um, Brian Perez, our new men's soccer head coach, he takes over for the great Joe Dincheco, who was phenomenal his two years here. And um, Dustin Gallion is our new men's golf coach, which we announced men's golf is coming back. Yep. It's not been here since 2015. It's coming back now. Um, he is also our golf director. So, yeah, a lot of, lot of good things. A lot of good things is happening here. And Austin McBeth, Taking over men's basketball, we mentioned head coach yep. Joe Faber stepping down. Austin McBeth comes from Truman State, a national title contender all year. Um, he's made such a great first impression on, on the guys and, and the whole campus. Uh, when I've talked to him, he's been just absolutely awesome. He's, he's such a bright young coach that is really, I think, going to do great on campus, great with our campus community, everybody, all the student athletes, students know like him. So um, I think it's just a great hire yeah. there. So, um, Garvey Center is about that's to start big renovations. Time. Garvey Center is a big, that's a big thing. That That's probably one of the biggest things that's happened. That's, it's ongoing. Yeah. We had the, we had kind of the, the ceremony last Friday. Oh, you did? Um, well, where they kind of done the celebrity, yeah. you know, the, uh, the celebratory hammering, of the, yeah. you know, hammering through things and kind of marking the time of the, of the project. Yeah. That the construction well, beginning. I knew supposed to do yeah, that, but that I couldn't was, remember when. That was Friday. Yeah. Um, not surprising. We had baseball going on about the same time. That's probably what but, I didn't know. Um, but yeah, that that was big, and uh, that's going to be. Well, I'll tell you what. By, by the time we sit here on May the fifth, and when we all come back in August, or when the students come back in August, uh, when the sports get started late August, early September, it's not going to look the same. It's going to look not. completely, completely different. We've seen the pictures, but. Until you actually see it in real life, it's going to be phenomenal. What's well, getting ready to happen? New I'm weight room. So new excited. New like administrative offices. Um, new locker room. This is going to be huge. Yeah. Really, really big. I can't wait to see it. I'm so excited yeah. to see how Garvey is going to change. I yeah. mean, because we've definitely seen the pictures, but like, I want to. I can't wait to come back as an alumni and see how much Garvey has actually changed. Yeah. You yeah. know. Yeah. Like, I'm excited about it. Yeah. I think it's, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be incredible. It's going to be such a great tool and a great um, great ambassador tool to, to bring people on campus and it's going to be oh, yeah. a really nice hook for our visitors and really it's going to make a good impression on everybody I think. For sure. And it's going to be big so look, really looking forward to seeing that progress and um, seeing the completion of it. Yeah we got moved, this, my office is now in Sumter Hall we got moved this this week. Yep. You helped me move. You I a, did you help me move. You were a major part of that. You and my wife Michelle you guys, man without you two Let's wow, just say his his office was sparkling by the time we got done with it. It was sparkling is a good word. And whatever, <laughs> and before you you guys got there, whatever the opposite word of sparkling is, that's what it was. Yeah. Whatever you can come with, whatever the opposite yeah. of sparkling is, what it was before. But um, it, it is now. You you too, man. Such a big help. We try. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You guys are awesome. So. Yeah, a lot of great moments. If you want to share some of yours, talking with friends, hashtag talking with friends. But a lot of great moments, a lot of great times through adversity. Um, a lot of great things happen. A big moment for me has been some of the things that we've done. Our, our podcast, for one thing. Yeah, this First is time a we've ever had very one, big um, here. So you're obviously honor. a big part of that. Thank you. And pretty much a big part of everything I've done this year, at least. <laughs> so can't thank you enough for what you've done. And I know it's not you're not 
still going to be around, so we're not going to oh, yeah. get him emotional like no that. No emotional tears. No, we're not going to do that. Or we could, but we're not. So we're, we're going to choose not to because no. we got a lot more to come. I'm still going to be here for a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah. And hopefully a little bit longer than that. I so, know, right? Yeah, no. But yeah, we're, but yeah, you're still here. But yeah, this year you've been phenomenal with me. So I yeah, very much appreciate it with everything you've done. And you've kind of been my rock through this whole year. So. And same for you. Yeah, big time. Mm-hmm. Big time. And, and again, we almost forgot maybe the biggest moment's not yet to happen, but you're graduating Saturday. I am graduating on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's maybe the biggest. That's It's still a couple <laughs> days away, but no. yeah, that, that's huge. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really excited about it, honestly. I mean, it is going to be kind of weird because we are graduating the 2020 class and my class, the 2021 class, at the same time. So it's going to be a long ceremony. And I think I'm under-exaggerating how long it's probably going to be. It's supposed to be, like, almost two hours long. So, yay for us. But it's still going to be super, super exciting. I'm excited to see my family. My family's bringing in their dogs. So I get to see my other two puppy dogs, my Chloe and Dixie Do. Dixie, she's no little weenie dog. I'm excited to I see her. I had a her. dog named Dixie. Did I tell you that before? I think so. My favorite dog of all time is Dixie Dog. Dixie Dog. Uh, Dixie Dog, you know, you talk about the goat. Dixie Dog's the goat of dogs in my opinion. <laughs> she's a, she, she was the best dog. I can't imagine a dog being better than my Dixie Dog was. I just I just can't. In fact, my mom texted me a picture that looked just like her um, the other day. And I'll, I know our viewers can't see it, but... That's just like Dixie right there. Oh, so company. cute. Yeah, just absolutely, absolutely the best dog you could ever hope for. <laughs> just, just phenomenal. It's just an outstanding dog. Um, I love dogs. Dogs out, are great. Phenomenal. Outstanding. The words don't, first by a Hall of Famer. Just words don't do justice. <laughs> but all right, I'm excited for randomness today. It's Cinco de Mayo. It is so Cinco de Mayo. So you a little hint of what's coming up. I don't know exactly what it is, but um, I usually don't. Uh, but you gave me a little hint of it, so yes. it's going to have something to do with that. So, as Mr. Levi just said, today is Cinco de Mayo. Whoop, whoop. So, if you want to put a margarita in your hand, go for it. If you don't, that's cool, too, because I can't right now. You know, I'm just kidding. Seriously kidding. But, um, anyway, so I wanted to share, like, our random topic today is basically going to be, like, some interesting facts about Cinco de Mayo. Because, surprisingly, like, I don't really know a whole, whole lot about Cinco de Mayo and like everything you know like that deals with it I just know hey we're gonna have a fiesta party right yeah cool let's go get some tacos <laughs> you know? tacos sound good I know right man too bad it wasn't yesterday because like Cinco de Mayo and Taco Tuesday like come on what a combination I don't think the world handle that. what a combination I don't, I don't think they could have handled it but, like, so I'm on this website called tastemade.com, and uh, basically the article is 13 things you probably didn't know about Cinco de Mayo. So, yeah, there's th- all 13 of these I really and truly did not know. So, if you knew some of them, awesome, but if you didn't, we're going to learn today. So, the first one is, did you know that Cinco de Mayo is not Mexican Independence Day? I seen that on Twitter actually like ten minutes ago. Really? Oh man, Twitter, you ruined it. I'm serious. I seen it ten minutes. Let me go back to the post. I'll show you what I, what I saw. I did. I did. I wouldn't have guessed it though until I. I wouldn't have either. I was. I've always thought it was Mexican Independence Day. I could have sworn I was told it was Mexican Independence Day. Let me see where I seen it at. 
Yeah, he said that's September 16th. September Today, 16th. Of course, I don't want to spoil what you're getting ready to say. Go ahead and say yeah. what, what it is. So well, I didn't see that, but he actually goes on. On the contrary to what some might think, the Mexican Independence Day is actually September 16th, not May 5th. The 16th is remembered as the day the Mexican War for Independence began against the Spanish government in 1810. For this reason, Cinco de Mayo is not nearly as popular of a holiday in Mexico as El Grito de la Independencia is in September. Sorry if I mispronounced that. I'm just going to let y'all know. I, I struggle with pronouncing things sometimes. But anyways, so number two, like the holiday, it actually celebrates a much smaller military victory. So it's still a victory, a war victory, but it wasn't the Mexican war ending. No, the, the the Mexican Independence Day war ending. Yeah, no. It wasn't any of that. It was actually a much smaller war. Oh, snap. Hang on. So, on May 5th is the anniversary of the Battle of Puebla. It's P-U-E-B-L-A. So, I think it's Puebla or Puebla. Puebla, probably. Um, in 1816. During which the guerrilla troops, I believe that's guerrilla, it's G-U-E-R-I-L-L-A, so if anybody else wants to pronounce that differently, they can. I'm going to say it's guerrilla, because I think that's awesome. The guerrilla troops of General Ignacio Siguen Zaragoza, I believe that's the name of the circus in Madagascar 3 escape from whatever you know like i just watched that <laughs> i just watched that movie last night so i was just thinking about that that was super random but i could have sworn that's the name of the circus that they end up going to but anyways they fought off napoleon's troops during the Fran the franco-mexican war from 1861 to 1867 so this battle was actually really really good to celebrate but it's just like not exactly what cinco de mayo is supposed to it doesn't represent the biggest, the bigger war of independence. No, it's actually a different war that they celebrate. So, number three, the popularity of Cinco de Mayo in America was a political move. Hmm. I didn't know that one. So, President Franklin D. Roosevelt en enacted something called the Good Neighbor Policy which was meant to improve relations with Latin American countries and communities. It was under this policy that Cinco de Mayo began to pick up steam in the 1950s and 60s, eventually becoming a national holiday. Drinking in <laughs> incessantly to improve international relations. Rock on. FDR. Yes. Okay. Love that. Yeah. yeah. So just, yeah. That was that's great. A good, that's a good tidbit. Yeah, Franklin D. Roosevelt. Gotta love FDR, right? <laughs> so, number four. Canada celebrates Cinco de Mayo in a unique way. I didn't even think Canada mm -hmm. celebrated Cinco de Mayo. I have no idea anymore. My mind is blown. So, they apparently celebrate it differently than what we do. So, because of its commercial success, other countries... Oh, other countries do this too? Like, Malta... Australia, the Cayman Islands, and Canada celebrate Cinco de Mayo as well. 
In Vancouver, the holiday is celebrated in an extra bizarre way. The tradition is called skydiving boogie. What? A skydiving boogie. You're coming up with a segment that's going to be, that has more questions than answers. I know. Yeah. You know it's going to be amazing based on the name alone. I don't know about this one. Skydiving boogie. Okay. It involves aerial aerobatics um, and an annual air show. Canada is doing something very right. I don't know about that. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Number five, Los Angeles. Okay, I'm actually not surprised by this one. Los Angeles has the biggest Cinco de Mayo celebration. LA celebration is even bigger than the festival in the Mexican city of Puebla. They... <laughs> The party is called Fiesta Broadway and has been a huge celebration since the 1990s. Hmm. Most of the most of the major streets in LA are blocked off to host hundreds of thousands of people celebrating Mexican heritage with food, music, dancing, and crafts. That's pretty cool, though. It is. I think that's yep. kind of cool, though. Yeah. Yeah. Number six, tequila was once thought to be the nectar of the gods. Interesting. Well, because like, you know that like they had like the Mayan culture, mm-hmm. the whole, the Aztec culture, like the different yeah, gods yeah. and different things like that. It wasn't just um, our god and Christianity. Yeah. It was multiple other ones. So they thought of tequila as being the nectar of the gods. You know so, what it is now? According to Skip Bayless on Fox Sports. What? Like Diet Mountain Dew. Nice. That's what he calls it. He calls it that. Yeah. Nice. Perfect. That's what it should be. <laughs> Not surprisingly, 47% of all drinks ordered on Cinco de Mayo are margaritas. Of course. Yeah. You know. Tequila sales easily double within the week within the week leading up to this holiday. But long ago, this beloved Mexican alcohol couldn't be enjoyed by all Mexican people. Centuries ago, Aztec priests used to make a milky beer-like drink from the agave plant called... Pulku. I think that's how you say that. Pulku? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, only the priest could consume this precursor of tequila, which, after a steep decline, is slowly beginning to make a comeback. Huh. Interesting. I didn't know that one, either. That, yeah, a lot of these are new for That's kind of cool, though. Yeah. It's kind of weird yeah. that priests are the ones that are drinking, not the people... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess that's from my, our, I guess our Christian background. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, it's cool and all, and do what you gotta do. But then I'm like, okay, only the priests can do this, though. Interesting. But uh, okay, number seven. Other historical events also happened on May fifth. Huh. Which all, t- which we all apparently intend to ignore, in favor of a few. Yeah, a few drinks, you know. Uh, but among the historic events on May 5th are the opening of Carnage Music Hall and the launch of the first American named American manned flight into space in 1961. Those break history, but Cinco de Mayo's got you beat. Yeah. 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 You know, but it's cool. Uh, number eight, I love this one. Absolutely love this one, and I need to ask Tiff if, like, if we could go to this one day. <sighs> what, 
one Arizona town celebrates with Chihuahua races. They have Chihuahua races. Really? really? The town of Chandler, Arizona has your typical Cinco de Mayo celebration. Food, music, parades, dancing, and Chihuahua races. The townspeople enter their Chihuahuas into this race and to receive a large cash prize if their chihuahua is the fastest. That's so awesome! That is so, so awesome! I love this. This is, this is perfect. This is great. Oh, man. Number nine. The Battle of Puebla placed a foreign emperor in Mexico. Okay, interesting. Although Mexican troops won the initial battle of Puebla, French troops came back strong and eventually took over Mexico for a short amount of time. I think I remember Dr. Smart telling me about this, but I can't remember fully. So they instituted Emperor Maximilian of Australia, of Austria, sorry, of Austria, who was essentially a puppet through which European nations could control Mexico. The stories of Maximilian is one, one shrewded in legend. <laughs> Eventually, those loyal to the General Ignacio Seguin Zaragoza, <laughs> I love trying to pronounce stuff, rose up against Maximilian, <laughs> capturing and executing him and his generals. But the legend goes that Maximilian survived the execution and made his way into the states by a secret U.S. society. <laughs> wow. Must have been the Freemasons. <laughs> Just kidding. So, number 10. Cinco de Mayo is the biggest day of the year for avocados. I should have worn my I'm a Guacatarian hat. I freaking love avocados. Mm -hmm. that, avocados yeah. are so nice amazing. For sure. yeah. Avocados are great. So like, so like, guacamole is obviously extremely popular, and avocados are extremely popular. But on May fifth, this is still the biggest day for guacamole sales. The California Avocado Commission reports that 87 million pounds of avocados are purchased just for Cinco de Mayo celebrations. That's uh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could eat. No doubt. I could eat avocados all day long and all year round and not care, but, I mean, that's me. <laughs> uh, number 11. Ten states consume more tequila than any others. Now that I'm reading this, this makes so much sense. Okay. And these states include New York, Ohio, Georgia, Florida, Illinois, Colorado, Nevada, California, Arkansas, and of course, guess Te which one? Texas. Yes! Yeah. I had Texas had been there somewhere. Yeah. I was like, Texas has to be in here somewhere, and I knew it was going to be, but still. So, those are the 10 states that consume more tequila than any others. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Number 12. Mole Poblano is the authentic Cinco de Mayo dish. Mole Poblano. We're gonna we're gonna figure out what this is. Okay, if you da, 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 you can't eat the taco. Oh, great. 
The traditional dish eaten in the town of Puebla on their big holiday is mol poblano, pronounced with the emphasis on the second syllable like guacamole. So like poblano. <laughs> mol poblano. <laughs> <laughs> Invented in the late 17th century, mole is a thick sauce made with chocolate, chili peppers, and other spices. Traditionally, the sauce covers succulent turkey legs. Hmm, interesting. And finally, number 13, beer sales generate around $658 million from Cinco de Mayo. Yep, Cinco de Mayo just pulls everybody down. Yep. So if you're not a margarita person, well then there you go. The beer yeah. sales actually it show too. Yeah. Yeah, it all goes through on Cinco de Mayo. So it's all Cinco de Mayo. Like yeah. apparently yeah. it's just a national, you know, forget St. Patrick's Day. We're going out on Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, but yeah, so those are some, some of the 13 facts I personally did not know. I was not surprised by some of them. But I didn't know most of those, if not any yeah. of them. I didn't know yeah. any of them. I don't think. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know hardly any of them. I don't think either. Isn't that interesting? That, that though? I could have guessed probably some of them. Yeah, I was like, I probably could have guessed some of them if yeah. I really wanted to. Yeah. But like, isn't that kind of cool though? Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that's interesting. Learn something new every day. Yep. Yeah. Learned a little bit about Cinco yep. de Mayo and the history of it, and that it's not actual Mexican Independence Day. There you go. That's a big one. Oh, that's, I think, the biggest probably one. I mean, I kind of knew, but I didn't really know. I think I was more told that it was Mexican Independence Day. But I don't really know either. You know, it's whatever. We're chilling. Yeah, yeah. Cinco de Mayo, we're still going to celebrate it anyways. It's cool. So, happy Cinco de Mayo, everybody. Woohoo! And now let's it. go get some enchiladas. Yeah. Now let's go get some enchiladas <laughs> and tacos. Preferably and some mole poblano. Yeah, yeah. All right, do you have a devotion ready? No. I do. I gotta pull it up though. All right. Sorry, I had to take a drink too. Get out of that. Get into this. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Oh man, hang on. Did I want this one? No, I didn't want that one. Okay, so I have today's. Oh no, I don't want that. I do want this. There we go. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't get it pulled up for a sec. Okay, so today's devotion is called The Running Off Mind. Again, all of my podcasts come from the Big Life Devotional Podcast with Pamela Cram. Super amazing woman, super amazing. I, I hope and pray that I get to meet her one day. Me and my mom are hoping to go to one of her um, conventions or what, I don't remember what they're fully, fully called. I'm drawing a blank for some reason. But anyways, like one of her retreats, that's it, I think. I don't remember fully. I'm kind of losing my brain a little bit, you know. Hey, Cinco de Mayo, I'm ready to, you know. I'm just kidding, just kidding. But anyways, so... But I'm really hoping and praying that me and my mom are going to be able to go on one of her retreats one day because we we really want to meet her. She's definitely had a huge impact not only in my life but also my mother's life as well. And it's just, she really is absolutely amazing. So if you ever have time to get on to a different podcast after you're done listening to our podcast <laughs> and you want a really, really great devotional podcast that just brings you so much closer to God, 
I highly, highly, highly recommend the Big Life devotional podcast. It's amazing. So, again, the podcast title is The Running Off Mind. Everything you need is here in this moment. The problem is, we find it nearly impossible to stay in the moment. Your mind is always running running ahead to all that could be or might be next, and there it drowns in overwhelm. I'm not going to lie, that's kind of how it felt a little bit for me these past two, three weeks, because it's getting close to the end of the semester, obviously, I'm about to leave here, I'm graduating, still don't know exactly where I'm going next, and but there's nothing wrong with that, it's just, it's definitely overwhelming, and I'm trying to stay in the moment, trying to stay positive, and enjoy my time with my friends, enjoy my time here that I have, enjoy my time with my family here that I have developed with my time here in Wichita, and it's kind of, it's kind of hard because you have all of these future things going on in your brain that keep you from the moment now, and I'm sure that you can relate that definitely in your life. This has happened more than once in my life, the uncertainty almost. You wander backwards to what has been, like replaying the same story over and over again, making it worse each time, yet you can do nothing to change it because it's in the past. But God's provision is right here. It's here in this moment, exactly where you are. This is where you find Him. This is where you find strength. This is where you find guidance. This is where you find His grace and mercy. Here, it's just, just be here. You just need to be here. You need to be in this moment. Don't worry about the future. Don't worry about things that have happened in the past. Just worry and just think in this moment. God is right here. He is embracing me right now. He is giving me the strength to continue to move on. He's giving me the strength to live in this moment, in this time. Don't worry about the other things. One of my favorite, favorite Bible verses is definitely casting all of your anxieties onto Him. I know that's not the exact, that's not the exact uh, verse, but that's one. That's my one of my favorite verses. Is cast all your anxieties onto me, and that's what we need to do. We can't live in the in the past, but we can't focus on the future. Is it really just this simple? Just to be here, just to focus here, not to worry about everything else. It is absolutely that simple. People who are filled with peace and confidence have mastered the ability to be in the moment and keep their thoughts there. They've learned how to receive exactly what is needed moment by moment. They've, and they've found God to be faithful in those moments. They have learned to find the peace in being in the moment. They're not, I don't know about you, but I definitely am a planner. I like to kind of have somewhat of a schedule to go off of. I still am.
Alright, so we're gonna go into the story. We lost you guys for a, for a sec, you know, but it's all good. So we're gonna start over with the devotion just in case because I have no idea where I left off. And I like talking God's word so much, we're just gonna start over because it's fun, right? Yeah. <laughs> You're smiling. Yep. <laughs> He's breathing heavy and smiling all. Stairs are killer. Yep. Yep. Stairs are killer. But anyways, okay, so again, podcast name. Or the title of today's podcast is The Running Off Mind. So everything you need is here in this moment. The problem is we find it nearly impossible to stay in the moment. Your mind is always ahead to all that could be or might be next. And there and there it drowns in overwhelm. Or you wander backwards to what has happened or what has been, replaying the same story over and over again, making it worse each time, yet you can do nothing to change it. We cannot focus on the past and our past histories. We can't sit there and focus and just keep retelling and revamping every single story. And we, But we can't focus on the future as well because I know that I'm going through that right now with or this past couple of weeks and everything and just with graduating and figuring out what, what I'm doing next and it's... It's overwhelming. It really is. But God's provision is right here. It's here in this moment, exactly where you are. This is where you find him. This is where you find strength. This is where you find guidance. This is where you find his grace and mercy. It's here. You just have to be here. You have to be here in this moment to feel his presence Feel his grace. Feel the strength that he wants to give you and provide for you. Could it really be just that simple? Absolutely. It's really just that simple. You just need to be here. People who are filled with peace and confidence have mastered the ability to be in the moment and keep their thoughts there. They've learned how to receive exactly what is needed moment by moment. They've, and they've found God to be faithful in those moments. We, I try to be a go-with-the-flow kind of person, but I'm also a very much, I like to plan what's going on, you know? So, it's kind of hard to think about, okay, we're here in this moment, but it's hard to enjoy it because we're worried about our plan, or we're worried about something that we're doing in the future, or what we're going to do in the future, you know, but we don't need to focus on that. If we just stay and focus in the moment, God will provide for us. He, like... God is faithful in those moments because he is there moment by moment. He walks with you. You too will find God to be faithful in this moment if you will stay here. He is here with all you need. Strength, energy, focus, willpower, joy, wisdom, courage, confidence, direction, patience, peace, goodness. It's all here and so much more. It's enough for right here, right now. But if you're trying to cover yesterday's needs or tomorrow's request, then you will feel like you're lacking. You will feel that sense of you're falling behind. Because 
you still feel like you need to do something that you did yesterday but you're also focused on what you have to do the next day if you focus on what you have today God will provide for you he will be there worry and regret set in when we wander off from today it would be so easy to blame the enemy oh no doubt he dwells there and he plays in that darkness but you write that script you author that story you're responsible for your worry and regret and once you know you're responsible for it you have the power to change it you can now write a new story one that tells you the truth the truth that God is here with you in this moment you are fully covered with every single thing you need right here a little sidetrack type of thing or a little footnote um, last year in one of my classes one of the main things that we talked about is called faith at friends and our main concept was narratives we have our own narratives we write our own stories we are our own story we are stories and we function on stories and we function on narratives we really and truly do so if you're the author of your own story and you don't like something that's going on in your in your story and you have the power to change it don't focus on what's going on tomorrow or what you didn't do yesterday focus on what's happening right here right now and you have the power to change your mindset right here and right now because you can write a new story one that tells you the truth the truth that God is here with you every single moment today is where it's at God's power and provision in your life be here for it mind body and spirit in matthew chapter 6 9 verse 13 we're basically like jesus taught us the lord's prayer basically and it's if, if you don't know the lord's prayer we'll say it now like our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Today, hang on, a prayer is focused on the needs of today. This is a prayer that is focused on the needs of today not the regrets of yesterday or the worries of tomorrow it's just today keep him here in this day if anything like this is how he said this is how you should pray it our father hallow our father in heaven hallowed be thy hallowed be your name your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive those as we also have forgiven our debtors and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. Again, it's a prayer that just focuses on your needs of today. Whichever way you say it, it's to focus all of what you need in today. Not what you need tomorrow or from yesterday, just today.
when crap happens, our thoughts so quickly race ahead and go running off into deep, dark, overwhelming waters where we haven't been equipped to swim yet. We get overwhelmed in all that could be and might be and become paralyzed here in this moment. Your thoughts ran off without you. But reel them back in. You don't know what will happen. You may be painting a picture that isn't even close to reality. I'll say that I've done that before. <laughs> I've definitely thought the worst and really and truly my imagination was way worse than my reality. And I feel like that's the same for so many different people. God doesn't need your help with what will come. He wants you right here living this moment with the best of you. Here you have bread for your needs. Your daily bread has been provided, but it is for today, not tomorrow. Remember the Israelites stuck in the desert? Remember how in Exodus 16, God provided for them with manna that fell from heaven onto the ground each day? It was miraculous provision that showed up each day, giving them exactly what they need. When they tried to gather extra to cover the needs of the next day, it would rot and be filled with maggots. God's provision was only good for that day. He never failed to show up and meet their daily needs. And he won't fail to show up and meet your needs either. But you just can't, you can't keep focusing on what is provided for tomorrow or the day before. You need to focus on what God is providing for you today. Right here where God is teaching you the that to stay close to him and dwell in your life moment by moment don't miss this moment he has you perfectly covered here right here everything is okay you have everything you need dwell here breathe here receive here this is your daily bread choose this story the story of now may you stay may you stay right here in this moment today and see just how God is your how good how good your God is may sweet Jesus give you strength to do what you need to do today may you let yesterday go and trust if tomorrow comes it will be covered too may you harness your thoughts rein them in and keep them here in this moment that's very good thank you talking about manna from heaven and God gives us manna for each day and I think the reason that is is because he symbolized it as he says to focus on what's going on today and don't worry mm -hmm. about what's going to happen tomorrow or the next day because we can get so focused on what's coming up in the future I don't mean not to plan and, and have structure because you, everyone needs that everyone needs yeah. to go but and to be you know strategic in that but God wants us to be he supplies our needs for today because he wants that that's where our parties need to be is because he don't want us missing out on something that can happen today yes. for something that might happen tomorrow. Yep. You know, tomorrow we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, but today we do. So God wants us focused on what he wants to do with us today mm -hmm. and what's going on in the present. Not the past or the future, but what he supplies our needs for today because he wants us to worry about that. That's where our focus should be. We don't yes. want to miss anything that's happening right now for something yep. that may or may not happen in the future. Yep. So that's very good. Very good devotion.
you. So, excellent. Of course, all of yours are. I'll be honest. They are. They all are. So, that's nothing, nothing groundbreaking by me saying that. <laughs> but still, still want to point it out. So, all right. That is great podcast. Our semester finale podcast. But it's yes. not our final one by any means. But no. our, our end of the semester finals are going on this week. Again, Morgan graduates on Saturday. Yes. So. And people can watch that. I don't know yeah. the Zoom link. But anybody can watch it if you want yeah, so tune into yeah, that. Tune cheer, in for two on. hours <laughs> and watch the graduation yeah. happen. It's at 2.30. Yeah, cheer on. We're talking with friends podcast, buddy. Everybody's <laughs> a cheer on and, and wish her well. She's she's her been good here. But again, that's we're not done. We're going to have some podcasts in the summer. Then we'll resume our regular weekly podcast in the fall, obviously. But something we're going to do in the summer, it's going to be kind of fun. We've not ironed out all the details yet. But we're going to kind of do a series on our new head coach that we've hired. Um, and we'll start with that probably the first part of June, and then we'll just kind of run a few through the summer. Um, but that, that'll be fun, something to kind of keep an eye out. We'll, we'll let you know all the details, what day it is, what time it'll be, and stuff like that. And again, all of our podcasts are also available on Apple, iTunes, and Spotify. So you can also get them on there anytime you want to listen to it. Anytime you want to, it's free. If you've not downloaded or subscribed and followed us yet, please do that because it, it helps us and it's totally free to you. So go ahead and do it so you don't miss an episode um, coming up. So we've got a lot of fun things going on. All right, that's going to do it for us. Um, softball tonight, 5 o'clock, KCAC tournament against Avila University. Win tonight at 5, play again at 7.30. That's going on this weekend. This, the rest of this week at Great Bend, Kansas. And KCAC track, outdoor track and fields tournament. Their meet starts tomorrow at Ottawa University. Mm-hmm. And they always have high expectations there tomorrow and Friday at Ottawa. And um, then they'll have their NAI and national meet uh, in a couple weeks, middle of May. So, again, that's on the docket coming up. So, again, I don't know, remember whose turn it is to pray. I believe it's your turn. It probably is, but you didn't give that much thought. So, no, we'll, we'll just go with it. To, no. I believe it is. I think I think it is, too. You, you, I mean, you answered that, like, really quick. Like, okay, okay, it's yours. No. I could have sworn it was. I, I, I think you're probably right. We'll go with it. We'll go with it. But remember, though, the first one's in the summer. It's going to be your turn. Okay. No. All right, I'm going to I'm gonna answer that really quick when we, when we figure that out. No. Mm-hmm. So, all right, let's pray. Lord, we're thankful for today. We're thankful for the beautiful weather you've given us. We're thankful for our campus community and everybody at Fringe University for the mission that we have and, and the work that we get to do, the workers we get to share it with. We're thankful for all your blessings this year on guiding us through um, through uncharted waters, but we thank you for being there with us and meeting us there. We're thankful for all of our graduates. I'm thankful for Morgan, particularly for what she's done and what she's going to continue to do, not just with us, but for you. I know you have a, a great plan lined out, wherever that is, whoever that's with. We know you're going to continue to bless her and use her for, for your will, and we're thankful for what she's done here and going to continue to do for you. We're thankful for all the graduates, staff athletes, uh, the entire campus. Uh, we ask a special blessing on everybody that you just have your will in their life and guide and direct them, allow the Holy Spirit to dwell within them. We, we're thankful for everything you do, and keep protected find upon us always. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 All right, so thank you again for joining us on our semester finale. We will talk to you again with our first summer podcast soon. Be Sharon, catch all the details for that. Have a great rest of your Friday, and we will talk to you again soon.